Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, once again, we have Harlan in the studio with us. This is becoming more and more of a regular thing. We are liking it, and we hope that you are liking it as well. Um, today, Paul brought a article to us, so we're going to talk about that and debate it. And basically where it lands is, uh, as the title of the podcast, as you saw, Does Marriage Need Love? So real quick, before we start talking about this, um, I'd like to read the article. And now this is a snippet of it, but this is the, the main focus of what our discussion is going to be. So Marriage Does Not Need Love is the title. And it reads, a successful marriage has little to do with love. Love is not the quali- uh, sorry, qualification for marriage. Love is a dangerous thing. Love can make you think you make you can make it. Every divorced person was first in love with the person they divorced. So don't tell me love keeps you together. Love does not guarantee success in marriage. Love brings happiness, but doesn't bring what it takes to make marriage work. The only thing that makes marriage work is knowledge. You feel like you love someone, but you better get knowledge on how to live with them. And we are such a feeling culture that our insanity takes us to the altar, making commitments we know we can't keep. Marriage is not protected by love. Marriage is protected by knowledge. Now, this quote came from Miles Monroe. Um, and Harlan, you said you found more to, to that. So we don't want this to be taken out of context, but this is the, the area that we're going to focus on. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. So, fellas, thoughts. Who wants to Who wants to go first on this? Well, I think um, let's just go through some spaces of definitions, at least from our end, so we can all say kind of where we're landing. Um, so, love. Um, what is this dictionary? Dot com. Um, one, an intense feeling of deep affection to a great interest or pleasure in something. Um, those are noun forms. And then the verb form is feel deep affection for or like something very much like I love dancing. Right. So if we're looking at love in those senses, do you guys kind of agree that we can talk about love in that way? And then if we if we go off of that route, we can redefine what love is. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I think that's basically, you know, part of that definition is where he talks about, you know, the insanity of love, right? You get caught up in this whirlwind of your relationship and, you know, you just kind of get this feeling like, I think, this love tells me that marriage is the next step. Yeah, for sure. And and I think those definitions are 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 good place to to kind of like to kick it off. Um, when I when but when I look at those definitions, you know, an intense feeling, a deep affection. Um, I don't know if a, if a marriage would be good without that. Mm-hmm. And so when he says marriage does not need love, I would. 
have to say, sir, you're very much more smarter than I. However, I'm going to have to disagree with you with the caveat that I do also understand that uh, uh, knowledge is also powerful, if not even more powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, we talk about faith and how faith is an important thing and being able to trust. But we're not, we're not we don't have faith in things that we don't have any knowledge about. That's kind of ridiculous. And there's, I guess there's a, you know, there's blind faith. But there's a, a good portion of faith that is built on facts. Right. You right. know, like I know this chair is going to hold me up because I've seen how it's produced. It looks pretty sturdy. I'm going to sit on it. I, you know, and I'm going to, you know, I don't, you don't need to prove to me <clears throat> that this chair is going to hold me up. I could, I have enough knowledge of what I'm looking at to be able to say, yeah, you know what? This is going to hold me up. You know, so. You know, so, you know, Sarge, I, I, I would, you know, if that's the definition that we're throwing out there of, you know, love being that intense, deep affection, that feeling, then I'm going to say a marriage needs that. Right. But I'm going I'm to put some knowledge behind that to get me to that love. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree. I know this snippet that we saw of this quote and this um, portion of what he was saying the title is marriage does not need love. Um, but that last part of the quote, it says marriage is not protected by love. Marriage is protected by knowledge. Now knowledge definition is facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education, uh, the theoretical or practical understanding of a subject. That's one. And then two awareness or familiarity gained by experience of a fact or situation, right? So the quote or the portion of his um, of his talk talks about knowledge, right? And if you use kind of those definitions, facts, information, skills, and you say versus, you know, an intense feeling, right? Or deep interest, which one of those would sustain more if we're being binary, right? If we're being black and white, one or the other, um, then you say, well, which one would sustain a marriage? I would say then leaning, if we're gonna go either or, knowledge is where I'm trying to be because feelings are feelings. But if if I'm gaining facts, information, and skills about this, the facts of my marriage um, and my wife and putting those together, that would sustain my marriage longer than how I feel in that moment. You see what I'm saying? Mm So I do um, do. just throwing kind of those out there. So you make a, you make an excellent argument and that's a good question to to pose even, you know, what, what, you know, what do you feel is the, the more solid of the two? And so when you pose it that way, and, and I guess that's what makes Miles Monroe Dr. Miles Monroe, to be able to, uh, to slice through the nuances of, of such a uh, somewhat controversial thought and then try to you know, deliver a good, uh, some, some good meat. And I think he landed in a good spot um, when, you, when, you, when you compare the two. So if I'm going to compare, so... Let me retract what I said initially to an extent, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I do not want a marriage void of love. That is not something that I want. 
you know, I want feeling because although, you know, Sarge, you're right, feelings are, are fickle, they're up and down, they're emotions. Jesus had emotions, and I like to, to live in that, that realness, right? Um, but when it comes to, you know, building relationships, you know, relationships are built on, on trust, trustworthiness over a, a period of time. Um, you know, and I, you know, I, I do feel like I have enough knowledge of my wife to be able to put her in that trustworthy category. Um, so is knowledge more important than love? I don't know. <laughs> um, but, but my, my, I'm leaning towards, I'm leaning towards yes. More so than I was this morning when I woke up. <laughs> All right. I, f- I feel like we need to pretend that there's no women in the room. <laughs> and that our wives may not listen to this podcast <laughs> until we can speak freely. Um, but more or less where I'm landing is which is going to carry my marriage further. Right? Now... I think without love, my marriage probably doesn't exist. And I think that might be, you know, whether we're admitting it or not in our heads, where we're landing. And so it's hard to separate mm-hmm. the two, right? I, I'm in my marriage because of love, but can my marriage be successful without it, mm-hmm. right? And I can think of some examples of marriages I've seen where there seems to have been a lack of love or at least that love had faded. But I would say the knowledge and wherewithal of the couple carried the marriage to its end, right? And that, that end being death. Okay. Um, now my other thing is that I wanted to touch on is which you'll hear me say time and time again until someone changes my mind, love to me is less of a feeling and more of an action. So I think, you know, coming to the table, it depends a lot on how you define love. And in my mind, if I'm going to define love as an action, you know, all the things that we do for our spouses, for our children, to then on the back end make them feel loved, um, I think then they kind of have to go hand in hand, right? You you can show love by acquiring knowledge to make your marriage work and succeed. Thoughts on that? They definitely have to go hand in hand. I, I think the, the, the issue that I end up getting stuck with is, is like, just the way that it was written, Miles is like, he really like split those two things like right down the middle. Right. Um, and, but I, so it's hard for me to, t- to take one side over the other because I don't, <clears throat> I, I, I don't want to live in a marriage without love. And I also feel like, I don't want to live in a marriage without knowledge of that person and of our relationship. And, you know, you know, you know, knowledge as, you know, 
defined as facts or info gained through skill and experience, you know, familiarity that's like causes me to, to understand that person, you know, like I, I need that too. Um, okay. So let me interrupt you here. And what I want to ask is, could you, right? I'm hearing you say, I don't want to, which is understandable, mm-hmm. right? Let's say, God forbid, love left your marriage. Could you then proceed and make the marriage work without it just by your your knowledge of how to make it work, right? And I guess just for a, yeah. a, a sheer will of not leaving your marriage. And that's a big what if, bro. Right. Like, um, like my, my first answer was like, no, what's the point of going forward if there's mm-hmm. no love? However, th- my knowledge of um, why marriage exists would have to kick in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it kind of goes back to what Sarge, and it's a good question, uh, Hooks. But like, um, you know, your, your feelings only go so far. And, you know, it takes absolute true discipline to say, you know what, I, although my, I feel the way that I feel, I'm going to do this certain action because I know it's the right action to do. Mm-hmm. So there's, there would have to be a crossover that would have to exist in order to get to that space where I don't feel love, I don't have the deep affection here, but I know, what my, I know what's best for my marriage, I know what's best for, you know, um, the the children. I know what God says about marriage. I know what the Bible says about marriage. I know how the, the marriage is is taught in in the scriptures. So then I would, you know, I I feel like knowledge would kick in, uh, but it would be a hard sell, mm-hmm. and I I don't know if I would necessarily like it so much. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, I could, but the only time, you know, only time like you're really tested is when you have to go through those certain things. So me talking to you like here, I could, you know, it's, it's, yeah, sure. No problem. I could, you know, that, 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 but when you're actually in a situation, you know, and you have to like, you have to make that decision in the moment. That's, that's really hard. And, you know, but it takes discipline, Mm -hmm. which sometimes, Truth be told, I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Uh, and uh, Paul, obviously, I'd like to pose the same question to you. But first, I'd like to say, and you may have been alluding to it, uh, Harlan, but I, th- I think that we do experience that in micro sessions, right? Um, it could be that you're in an argument or you know whatever the case may be, that in the moment you're not feeling so much love, right? It, it's... An experience that you have to push through in your knowledge of what you want on the other side of this micro mm-hmm. experience, yeah. and you know your knowledge of how to push through gets you to the other side, and then you can get back to feeling love, right? That's good. Now, for me, with my definition of love being action, that is love. Be- being willing to push through that uncomfortable experience in order to get to the other side, you know, and 
sometimes taking it on the chin and, you know, just keeping your mouth quiet and, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, not being right yeah. <laughs> or, or expressing yeah. that you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In, in my eyes, that that is love. So that's good. Paul, you want to chime in here on uh, whether or not you could. Yeah. I, you know, proceed in your marriage without love. I think that um, short answer is yes, um, you could. Um, would you want to? Would it be comfortable? Not necessarily, but it's all like, as you've been saying, uh, Brian, like the um, the way you look at love, like is love action or is love feeling? I think uh, not getting the whole context of what the whole message of what he was saying, but in this portion he's talking about the feeling of love because a lot of people don't go, don't view it past the feeling right that's why people you know they'll Mm -hmm. they'll get divorced or they'll switch relationships or they'll talk about falling out of love quote unquote um but you can't really fall out of love if if love is more of doing and being and all those things that you've said brian right um so i think that's my short answer because of everything you said of both of you said like when you're in when it's not in a moment of deep affection but it's just life um you have this history and um this knowledge of your spouse or what your marriage stands for and you kind of just roll with that you know what i mean when you're divvying up household chores you're not just oh, i love you so much so i just want to clean this bathroom heck no like this is what we do to get through life you know what i mean so it's like you know you're not thinking of that you're thinking about the experience i mean if you've had if the first couple times you tried to sit on a chair the chair felt broke when you go to look at a chair you're like "Eh, i'm not really sure i'm gonna sit down on this thing right um but after you've had experiences of just it doing what it's supposed to do you know your marriage if you're in a good space, it's doing what it's supposed to do. You not autopilot per se, but you have trust in that your marriage is going to work. You have trust that you're going to get through hard things with your wife. So, you know, and that is leaning on, on knowledge, right? That's all in the knowledge definition. There's not any of that. If we're talking about love as a feeling per se. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of where I'm landing. Um, if that makes sense. Definitely. Um, I think it's also only fair if I answer the question as well. And it's an easy answer for me because of my stance on marriage. Um, What I tend to say is I don't believe in divorce. Obviously, I understand that it exists, right? So that's not what I mean by that. But what what I truly mean to say is before my marriage ends, I would exhaust all options and then even past that try to push further to 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 save my marriage if that were the case so could i i almost want to say i'm obligated to Mm -hmm. right it's is the promise that i made Mm -hmm. to my wife more or less is where i land right um and so with love being an action in my eyes, and obviously love is and can be a feeling as well, 
um, if my, and especially to this article, if my love is void of the feeling of love, I would have to believe that I could rebuild that by by choosing the action of love. And and that's where you kind of land in the hard space of marriage. You know, time and time again, you're going to find little, these little spaces, these little crevices where you're you're not feeling loved, yeah. right? Um, just so ask a woman. <laughs> yeah. So when you're, I love that idea that you brought up, uh, Brian, of just like there's little pockets of time when you don't necessarily feel loved. Mm-hmm. But we, but, but we've all had those times, and we've all like gotten out of them, you know. But but now we're talking about a scenario where we're not getting out of it, you know. And so, you know, we you know we've experienced being in it, in love, having love, the feeling, affection, all that stuff, you know, even action. Mm-hmm. But then it's not received, or it's not reciprocated, like. Uh, like for me, that's a that's a that's going to be a lonely place yeah. because it's a lonely place in that little finite window that we often, you know, will sometimes find ourselves in. But now, you know, ex- expand that by a day, two days, four days, mm-hmm. eight days, you know, and now you're in like a month where it's like, well, what's going on? This is like this is different. And then, you know, then it's like, you know, six months and it's a year and it's two years. And before you know it. You know, the knowledge that you have of the scenario, the situation is more fresh than the knowledge that you had previously. Right. You know, and so that day to day like relationship, good things that were happening before now, you know, has shifted. And, you know, although you thought that it was going to go back now, you know, the feeling is gone. The actions are, un, you know, they're they're not being received the way um, that, you know, maybe the intent was was given or, or it's not getting, you know, reciprocated back. It's. You know, but it, it's expanded. And so now, like, you're in that space for a, a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, how long could you stay in that space before you're like, well, what I know now is a lot different than what I knew. Mm-hmm. And going off of the the knowledge thought, you know, you might know enough to be like, well, and, you know, not believing in divorce. However, you know, you might think to yourself, because we're human that, you know what? I have enough knowledge to be able to like, now I gotta, I gotta do something else. And I think a lot of people fall in that space where they got to the point where like they thought they knew they lost trust. You know, maybe they've, maybe they were still in love, but the knowledge, the knowledge left. And if the knowledge leaves, I, you know, it's, it's a lonely place too. double lonely. Yeah. Like you lost love and now the knowledge that you had is now gone. Now you're like, there's such a void there that it's hard to come back from that. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, we only ever have to imagine being in right. that space. Thank God. Right. <laughs> um, but it makes me, it makes my mind go to a couple different areas. Number one, it made me think of a, a book title that I read, which is The Hard Thing About Hard Things. Right. And then, you know, to what Paul does with his wife, um, you know, premarital counseling, I think, is necessary, number one. But, you know, going in, 
the, I think these are the types of things that need to be discussed, right? You need to be on the same page with your spouse. And I think going in need to decide, you know, when this gets hard, are we going to allow ourselves to think that getting out is an option? Right. I, I don't allow myself to think that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to continue. Um, now, granted, I, I know there's going to be a lot of people listening saying, yeah, but once you get and especially it's basically what you're telling me, like once you get there. At, to what end or at what point do you say, you know what, this is enough that we're we're just damaging each other. Right. So I get that. But I'm, I am struggling to put myself in that place just because of my my mindset. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, every marriage needs a champion, you know, and it helps if they have two champions, people who are like willing to go to the nth degree in order to make it work, you know. Um, and going into it, like you said, is is huge. So. But not everybody goes into it like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and I think... And it makes them so... It's most miserable if you do Yeah, that. and I think that's kind of the the point of, you know, these three paragraphs is like, don't go into this just thinking this intense feeling that you have with this person is going to make your marriage last. Um, you know what I mean? Because if you... You know, most of what he's saying is love is it's not just this right he's saying you know Mm -hmm. love does not bring guaranteed success obviously that's true because you're gonna have to work in your marriage you know love brings happiness but it doesn't bring what it takes to make marriage work is what you know he said so like if you're only going on the feeling of love yes that's not going to work it's what makes words work is those those aspects of knowledge so what you guys are both saying and i'm just agreeing is it's like you have to come in with that mindset that it's going to take work that there are going to be hard places um within it and that we're going to work through it so and like harlan literally just said like a lot of people don't come into a marriage like they're just on the high that euphoria of this is amazing let's do this um and not really knowing what it takes or even thinking about it um not even thinking about the what if there's a hard time you know what if this is rocky what if i find something out that i didn't know or that i don't like you know what i mean so the thing about knowledge it it talks about information and skills right so if you if you acquire skills within your marriage to um better equip you to deal with the things of life you know that is that is what makes marriage work you know if we're talking about the feeling part of love there's nothing talking about acquiring skills or gathering information it's just that high of oh i love you this is so great this is so intense Mm -hmm. um it's also talking about awareness you know like being aware of the things that you do that that might not bring um necessarily benefit to the marriage that you have to change for yourself so it's it i think that's why knowledge is such a um in this context of these three paragraphs is just a 
I think there's just so much more weight than the feeling. And any of any of us, I think, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, if someone talks about marriage um, and getting married um, and asks for advice or lends themselves to hear what we have to say, we're going to talk about the work part. We're going to talk about the things that may not be um, as pleasurable as others, right? The things that might need work and the things that we'd have to do as a husband. And that has nothing to do with the feeling of love per se, but it is driven by the love that you have for your spouse. So um, I think like most things, you know, there's, it's not really binary, but you know, you gotta, you gotta feel, figure out those important things and just kind of work through them. So I don't know. I like that. Now, just to let the audience in um, on the, uh, you know, the behind the scenes, we were discussing what we were going to name this, uh, this episode. Um, we landed on does marriage need love? But as I was listening to Paul talk, I um, thought back to one of the other um, titles that we might use, which was does marriage equate to love? And I think I now know why my mind went there. So I'll ask you guys this question. Sorry, this question. Is love a commitment? And I think sometimes we might, especially when we're younger, fool ourselves into thinking that love is a commitment, right? We we put so much weight on that word, like who's going to say it first and when it actually does happen. And, I'll, you know, I basically I'm just going to ask you your opinions, but... Do you think that too many of us, again, especially when we're younger, put so much weight on that word that once we tell someone that we love them, we're now committed to loving them always? Um, I'll go. Um, I think your first question, does love equal commitment? No, marriage equals commitment. Um, but when we're younger, I think it does, um, because we either we see that persona played out in media or we see people that we know, like they're, they're in love and they say they love each other and they're married or, you know, those type of things. So you kind of kind of go with what society kind of plays like there's so much information that love <clears throat> eventually will lead to marriage right um so but i when you're talking about it from this side of of life thinking about it um yeah love does not equal and does love does not equal commitment per se um marriage equals commitment because when you say i'm going to marry you and you say i do that is a commitment for life your vows will some somewhere say forever and always in some form, way, shape, or form. Um, but just saying I love you or having love for someone um, to me is not forever. Um, but I, but if I agree when we're younger, I think there is a level of commitment to it. So um, any reaction to what I said or Harlan, you can go. Yeah, I would. I just. I tend to agree. You know, love does not equal a commitment. Um, there's a lot of things that I love that I'm not necessarily committed to. 
the, the, the main thing is like the Philadelphia Eagles, kind of like getting off of like the, the seriousness <laughs> of the topic. Like, you know, I, I do like, I love watching football. I love watching the Eagles. I'm a Philly guy. So like, I'm a Philadelphia Tragic. Eagles fan, and when they won the Super, <laughs> when we won the Super Bowl, I was super excited, and, I, and I, it was like awesome, you know. But I don't necessarily, you know, buy. I'm not a season ticket holder, right? I'm not going to go to their mini camps, you know. There are days that I don't necessarily watch the whole game, right? So like, I'm not, I'm not like in it, like blood committed to them, or you know, there's, there's no, um, you know, it's like, all right, you guys are on, I'll watch you. You know, you're not on. Well, you know, it, maybe I'll miss you. And so, you know, but I, I love the Eagles. I'm not committed to them, but I, I, I love the, I love the team. So, I, I agree with you, Hooks. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad we got there. Um, and you know, more or less, especially if we have younger listeners, I think it is uh, beneficial for them to understand that at a younger age, right? Because I, I, I remember being in that space, you know, yeah. trying to. Think about how I'm going to tell someone, especially being the first one to say that I love you, right? It's, we put so much weight on it. And, you know, per the conversation we're having right now, it's like, yeah, love is big, but it, it, it's it's not marriage, number one. It, it's not a commitment, like we're saying here. And, you know, as as big as it feels in the moment, I guess I could say where we're landing is it's not everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Maybe that could be a title change. <laughs> is love everything you need in marriage? But um, I'll write it down. But yeah, I mean that's that that was good. That was real good. So um, I know we're running up on time. Um, do you have any last thoughts? Or I mean, that was a good last thought. <laughs> but I, I think I'm good. I think I got out everything that I wanted to say. That was a good last thought. Yeah. So uh, that's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll wrap that one up. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was good. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.